the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it's Joseph. And it's George. Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots 141. Wow. Oh, we are so excited today, folks, about this episode. Uh, now, there will be spoilers <coughs> in this episode. You okay there, Joseph? Joseph's uh, choking a little bit. Already, he's choking <laughs> he's up. So excited, uh, he's choking up. <laughs> but there, there are going to be spoilers. We're going to be talking about ghost movies. Oh, check this out. Scary stuff. That would be vampire movies. Ghost (laughs) movies. (laughs) One ghost movie. Two ghost movie. Ghost movies are actually movie ghosts. What? Ghost movies are movie ghosts. I just have like films with ghosts in them. I've got actual movie ghosts. Um, And is it just from movies or can it be TV too? No TV. Oh, no, no TV. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk okay. about that when I get to my number five. I'll switch it up. But Tom, is is that? Okay. Right. You go third. Start, start thinking, kinda, Jim. <laughs> it, it kinda, oh, oh, and our other uh, topic, Mr. Johnson. Oh, so excited about this one. Dental products. Right. Yes. And like I said, there will be spoilers uh, in the ghost category <laughs> and the dental product. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, 32 I told you guys in the adult human mouth. Uh, and we're going to address all of those today. So, uh, <laughs> so let's, very, start with, let's start with the big exciting. one. Let's start with uh, dental products. Let's Joseph, do it. What's your Joseph, number five? What you oh, very excited about this. Uh, number five, the oldest dental product known to man. With a history of over 2 million years old, I'm talking about the toothpick. That's right. In 1911, French archaeologists put forward a hypothesis that the grooves in Neanderthal tooth fossils were traces of toothpicks. So uh, the toothpick, we use it all the time. Uh, they have like water picks now. They have variations and all that. And uh, if you go to a Cracker Barrel, you can always just pick yourself up a wooden toothpick and yeah. take it out was that, a restaurant. You know, there was a restaurant in Humble, Texas, a Mexican restaurant, and they what they did with their toothpicks to save money. They, they had toothpicks, them. and no, they re- reused them. They put them back into the. Little they spinner. did not. Yeah. What? Wait. Okay, go ahead. Obviously, the they're name. out of business. Yeah. Yeah. And they, re- the they recycle chips too. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Table, did, so. Well, did we know, eat there? Did we eat there? I think I ate there once, but once I've spread this story. <laughs> yeah, it's okay if you eat there on the very first day. Yeah. And don't use the but, toothpicks. Or yeah, use the toothpicks at the beginning. You just you know. yeah, get there early. Find <laughs> out find out what day they deliver new. Must be some financial buying. We gotta resave these toothpicks, guys. <laughs> Take them off the table, put them back into the thing. Uh, all right, I, I thought, George. So did did they wash them or anything, or is it just? I think they if they had food in them, they ran them underwater. But but I think if they pretty much put them back in, yeah. So yummy, George, what's your number five? Woo. Hang on. I just, I got to let this, I got a moment. I need a moment. Uh, <laughs> and it was going so well. Use toothpicks. Uh, no one wants to hear those two words toothp- together. 
Ugh, okay. I do not uh, want this to distract from my choice here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way that's a getting tarnished on there. Though. A little tarnish. No way that's getting two million in. years. Uh, two million. Yeah, one Mexican restaurant. So well, by one restaurant, Noble Texas, <laughs> being cheap. And what were they called? What was that? You never what, said what the name. Called? You never no, said I, mean, I forgot the name. They they went out of business after. It this. wasn't Monterey House, right? No, that no, was no, an no, humble no. forever. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so my number five as of 2022, this industry, this global industry, has a market size of 35.5 billion dollars American dollars in this product. I'm talking about toothpaste. And the oh, first civilization nice. um, historians, they've documented that using a, a mixture, like a toothpaste mixture mixture uh, to brush their teeth was the Egyptians. They brought us a lot of things that we've talked about on this show, like the Jacks uh, and other stuff. I can't remember, uh, but uh, it's believed that they have been used as that toothpaste was used as early as 5000 BC, although to date the uh, first recorded formula dates back to uh, 4 AD. Um, so they, I don't know how that works. That's like 5,000 years. And they didn't have a recipe, but anyway, toothpaste number five for me. So this is my number two. This oh, wow. is my number two. Nice. Uh, and just to talk a little bit about those ancient uh, ingredients they used up like ox hooves and burnt eggshells and pumice uh, were some of the great things. The Chinese yeah. developed it around the same time. They actually were a little bit more civilized about it. They like used uh, herbal uh, mints and herbal mints and uh, and salt and, and ginseng and, thing. Yeah, and charcoal was yeah. like a yeah. The Greeks and Romans used that. They used oyster shells and stuff. But uh, 1850 is whenever they developed the modern toothpaste, which contains soap and, yeah. and chalk. And the crazy thing about that, Jim, because I know you're dying to know this, uh, in 1945, that's when they finally replaced soap. So your grandparents, if you're, you know, our grandparents were used to soap in the mouth, even not cussing. They had soap <laughs> in the mouth. So uh, there you go. Toothpaste. A little toothpaste. long story, too. There was a restaurant in Humble. That all their toothpaste, <laughs> they, they put it back all, into the tube. No, this is this is true. All their soap <laughs> was, was put toothpaste. back into the container after used. Uh, my number five is for those millions of people that have dentures. Where would they be without fix a dent? The adhesive glue that keeps your teeth on your mouth and great uh, spokespeople for over the years, like uh, Florence Henderson. And uh, you know, as a kid, you're like, "What the heck is Fixident?" Well, <laughs> your grandpa and grandma needed it when they had their dentures, and it basically was a glue that kept your uh, your teeth from falling out. As we see from many uh, videos, though, it doesn't always work. Teeth fly out of the old people's mouth. But Fixident is my number five. All One right. of the greatest comedy tropes in television and movie ever. <laughs> People accidentally drinking a cup of water. Yeah. <laughs> the dentures are in them. <laughs> uh, yep. On to number five, Ghost. Joseph, what's your number five, Ghost or Ghost movie? Okay, I got to tell you right now, guys, just starting this out there, uh, I'm so proud of my list because uh, I did the genre of ghost movies, and I do not have one that is a horror movie. So oh, I'm wow. very excited about this list. So starting it out is the mystery drama 1999, The Sixth Sense. Oh, nice. uh, that that's that's my first one. There, it's more of a mystery. It's not a horror kind of thing. I mean, it's creepy. Uh, M Night Shalom, you know, this is his blockbuster. This is the thing that sort of put him on the Hollywood map. Uh, and this was uh, one of those things that that you know, gosh, if you can remember how well the secret was kept. Uh, you know, whenever this movie came out there, because the whole idea behind it, like all of his movies, you know, the twist of the end, no one knew it. So uh, I'm not going to say it either, because maybe some people haven't seen it. Well, but, uh, this is this is my number three. And oh. I remember I rented the movie and I was in a gas station 
and trying to get a drink and these two people walked in and said oh man six cents that's so great remember the ending with the blah 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 i was like i had to cover my ears oh, no. in the gas station to walk out because i had just rented the movie and i was like the uh, yeah, station jerks everybody, everybody was talking so much about uh you know the ending and what, what went on with it and then it, it is a rewatch because you can see how bruce yeah. willis never is yeah. is present oh absolutely in, in thing. yeah I, I figured it out the the first on the first viewing. Uh, now, in fairness, I knew there was a gag that you know the people were like, "Oh, you know, there's there's something about it." Uh, so I was kind of watching, but he never changes clothes. He, he has the same clothes through through the entire thing, and of course, a brilliant perform. This is my number four, uh, so this definitely makes the canister three ways. Uh, but uh, brilliant performance by Haley Joel Osment uh, when he says. Still works. Classic. Still works. I see used toothpicks. <laughs> I see used toothpicks. <laughs> what's what's scarier? Come on. <laughs> I see dead toothpicks. Yeah. <laughs> so all good. right, George. What is your number uh, five selection? All right, my uh, this this is from the guy that wrote the novel "I Am Legend," Richard Matheson's screenplay. Uh, 1973, the legend of hell house. Um, and this is just, it's just dumb haunted house fun. Uh, a doctor gathers these team of psychics, uh, to take on this evil haunted house and the house definitely delivers. Uh, have, have you guys seen this movie? I have not. Did they do I, a remake too? Is it Roddy McDowell? They, they did. Uh, Roddy McDowell is in this one. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's one of the best parts of the film. He starts listing the reasons that the house is haunted and there's murder. There's vampirism, cannibalism, drug addiction, alcoholism, sadism, mutilation. I mean, it's like this list, like how could that house not be haunted? Uh, <laughs> but, um, it just, one thing that that's fun about this though, is all of the researchers, they're, they're psychics. Okay. Uh, but they all kind of starts uh, plotting one against each other, you know? Uh, so it's, it's uh, kind of fun. And uh, the, the cinematography for it's for 1973, really good colors for the period and lush uh, cinematography. Uh, and it kind of has a twist on the standard uh, haunted house formula, but that's my number five is the legend of hell house. All right. Well, my number five was before I heard that it was just movies was, of course, the funky phantom uh, from the cartoon. So I could do the impression impersonation the entire show. Please do it. Please do you it, guys. No, go ahead. 70, 76, even, <laughs> which is, you know, rip off of Burt Lahr again. Burt Lahr is, you know, should have sued so many cartoons for him and and that whole kind of uh, delivery. But yeah, it Wait, was, who, who made that? Who made that cartoon? I think it was Hanna-Barbera, but yeah, it was really as, as uh, was the, it Hanna-Barbera? What, what are they known for? <laughs> the cartoon ghetto. Uh, <laughs> the cartoon that, was, right. that was the, uh, that That's was, rude. that was the animation <laughs> teacher at uh, U university of Houston. Yes. It really is badly drawn. It's terrible, but I, so I had, I had a couple, I had a replacement one just in case. And it, these ghosts have been played out many times. They're the Christmas Carol ghosts. Oh, okay, is, so you're not okay. doing funky things. No, no, because I, I okay. want to make sure I'm. I'm um, yeah. the, uh, so is there a particular yeah, one that you're doing? Nebular. Are you doing like Scrooge? Are you doing uh, I'm the just doing Christmas Carol? Probably the uh, first one with uh, the best version. Oh, is yeah. With, uh, the um, black and white. Yeah. The black and white version with uh, Alistair Sim. That, okay. That goes, Although uh, there's a really good version. With George C. Scott. You're yes. right. I, I, <laughs> what would he say in that, Jim? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing him these softballs, George. The ghost of Christmas past. You magnificent <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I'm alive, ghost. Take me to him, ghost. I tell you, take me to him. <laughs> it's only for our entertainment. Folks. I know. That's the only, like... reason I that's the only reason I show Why is he up doing George C. Scott again? But yeah, we'll go with the original. Uh, uh, it was uh, past, future, and present, right? Uh, those those three ghosts. Are you that asking? Have you not read the book? No, I, I, I like oh. the ghost. I just can't oh, okay. think off the top of my head. <laughs> how can you not think of past present and future 
You know, just the ghost. I was throwing a curveball. I had the fucking phantom. All right, it's a gavel thing. He remembered past, present, but he couldn't remember that. What is the other one? All right, I'll look it up like you guys did. Christmas past, present, and future. I was right. Maybe I'll remember tomorrow what the other one is. I was right. You guys just let you just made me think I was wrong. It is past, present, and future. So. Oh, don't you understand <laughs> i can change ghost i can change <laughs> put me back in i can change no spirit he's gonna I, hurt himself I know. <laughs> if we play have a bit of a call back, she works pretty good for right he, he won't he won't be able to make it to uh topic number two or i'll be making to make it the spirit of 70 76 even all right so let's move on now to uh back to dental products uh, number four Joseph. Okay, number four. Uh, this came around really in the 1800s, although people used it differently. <laughs> yeah, spooky, spooky. Uh, the spooky mouthwash. I'm talking about mouthwash here. Uh, and you know, Mom has again, a helper, but I don't think she's helping much. <laughs> Tom's distracted. So uh, the Greeks, Romans uh, used ingredients such as charcoal. Again, I guess they not only brush their teeth with it, but they also gargled they, with it. They wipe uh, with it. They bathe with <laughs> it. Charcoal they, is everything. They sleep on it. You know, uh, charcoal pillow. Yeah. So uh, it was really it really came to fruition, though, uh, pretty much at the same time as toothpaste did in the mid 1800s. Uh, and most of them used uh alcohol to stabilize the formula, which is why, God, do you remember like going to your grandparents' cabinet and they would have the yellow Listerine, the original formula? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And oh, that yeah. stuff was Double like acid you. in your yeah. mouth. It was the worst. Number one, the taste was terrible. So I feel like the real revolution came whenever like Crest and those guys started making non-alcoholic based mouthwash because before then it was like tears if your parents said you need to use a little bit of mouthwash it was like a was punishment like you know yeah. yeah so so there you go mouthwash number four all so right what's your number four uh invisalign so oh, this wow. is a a clear removable teeth aligner kind of like braces uh but they they kind of gradually they're they're not as uh intensive as as braces but they straighten one's teeth so you don't have the brackets in the wires and none of the restrictions that, that come with uh, metal braces, but Invisalign. Okay. Nice. My number four is very specific. It's the gum advanced care flossers. Now, basically it's, it's uh, the, the, the wand is a C shaped and has a pit very, uh, has almost, has, almost has a toothpick on the end. Uh, and then between the C there's a, fl- uh, a string of floss. So you can actually use it to floss. And then also you can use the pick. Uh, toothpick uh, which is you know non-used by the way it's like uh, the the swiss army knife of uh, yes. flossing utensils yeah. yeah you can floss either yeah. way with the string or you can use the very sharp pick at the end you yeah, don't it's like a little sword you don't want to go too deep with that so yeah. that is oh yeah number four yeah. So but in I'm case a, of an I'm attack a, you could actually uh, against a oh, very yeah, small actually, enemy it's a, it's a weapon uh, it really is. oh yeah, yeah it's it's very very sharp yes. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on that one because my number three is floss in general but really I picked it because that's the one I actually use. Like, like, let's face it. Floss well, is one Joseph, of those things. Hold on though. My number three was floss in general. <laughs> oh, well, my number, my, spoiler, my, number two, my number two is floss in general. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. We we'll that. hold back then. I thought I didn't realize you're no, I think it's this. two different things because you have to do a lot of work with floss with breaking the string. It's very scary. What you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> this show. Wow, we're that last minute You don't know that we all chose floss, and let's move on over to uh, haunted Spo- floss. Wait, all we have to say is spoiler, guys. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Number four, Ghost Joseph. Oh, you stop. You stop. Wait. It. Okay, oh, stop geez. for the ghost. Number four, Ghost Joseph. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got confused here. Okay, uh, number four is my animation uh, selection, which is from 2017, Coco. Uh, I really like this Pixar movie uh, quite a bit. Number one, the soundtrack is great. It did not have spooky, eerie music in it. Uh, and it was sort of fun because it was, uh, 
it's it's about you know this little kid Miguel who wants to become a great guitarist. He admires this you know guitarist, uh, this flamenco guitarist, but his family has a ban on music, and so sort of you know the day of the dead they start to take that well he it, goes into the like land of the dead day of the dead and uh the old uh kevin bacon foot uh footloose uh yeah that, yeah. that that's so. exactly what it was not really sure why <laughs> uh not really sure why so he has to go back to his ancestors it's fun it's heartfelt uh i thought it was really good it was our pixar's uh as first real turn into the whole you know like looking at a culture kind of thing with it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I liked it. I thought it was beautifully done. So Coco 2017. Okay. Th- this is how uncultured I am. I never really got what day of the dead was until I saw Coco. I, I really, oh, really? I, like, wow. I, I, I just didn't, nobody ever explained it to me. And culturally I was like, well, this is kind of cool. All these skulls and decorations, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, but when I watched that movie, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually, this is really cool. And so in a weird way, I, I I'm not going to say it changed my life, but, uh, it, it did open that up to me. So, uh, pretty cool. So nice. Yeah, Coco, nice. All right. What's your number four, George? I see dead people. Oh, that's right. <laughs> thank Thank you, Tom. And. Uh, Tom, Tom has a, a helper over there tonight, uh, Caitlin. Uh, so thanks. Yeah. My, oh, wow. my number four is the sixth sense, uh, from 1999. Um, we already talked about it and, uh, managed to talk about it without revealing that, uh, Bruce Willis is a ghost. So good for Did us. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I told you there wow. spoilers. So Jeez. all right. My, uh, <laughs> You know, the movie is almost 25 years old. You know, you only have yourself to blame. By the way, uh, we are trying to go for a younger demographic and they haven't yet to discover this movie. They're listening to us right now and they weren't there because they weren't born yet. And by uh, the way, uh, if you see Cameron's Titanic, it sinks. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Let's move on. Uh, oh, uh, brother. My oh, brother. Is, uh, <laughs> we, we win the, we win world war two. Uh, the allies win world war two. Uh, my number four way. movie had a bunch of great ghosts in it, including Sam wheat played by Patrick Swayze and also Vincent oh. Chiavelli as the subway ghost that teaches him how to be a ghost. I'm talking about ghosts from 1990, the romantic fan- fantasy movie where uh, Patrick Swayze gets killed. And then he uh, wants to protect his, uh, his uh, fiance uh, Demi Moore in this whole kind of bank kind of scam that's going on, but uh, kind of interesting to see this kind of different side of, of the, the ghost situation as he learns how to be a ghost. And, and he, yeah. he talks through Whoopi Goldberg's character. She ended up winning an Oscar for it. So it was a ghost romantic fantasy uh, comedy and comedy in some in areas of it too. But uh, I thought it was very well done. It's directed by uh, Jerry Zucker, who, you know, when the yeah. Zucker Abram Zucker airplane, yeah. airplane stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of a change for him too. So great script, great acting and ghost is my number four pick. So, so this, uh, this is my romantic number two. This is my romantic oh, nice. uh, ghost movie on here. Uh, and uh, this was a sleeper hit. Yes. Uh, it was sort of thrown out in in the summertime with really very little expectations placed on it. And it's just huge. And let's face it, uh, you know, the passionate uh, scene of pottery making yes. <laughs> uh, has been spoofed so many times. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone goes to it. It's, it's definitely sort of this cinematic iconic scene, you know, of it. And uh, it, it's, it's a great film. And what I really like about this is that uh, while the ghost elements in there, and obviously it's a significant part of it, this is really just a romantic story, a good old fashioned yeah. romantic story. So uh love it. So my number yeah. two. So you're right, so, Joseph. It was up against Die Hard 2 and a couple of big giant huge movies, and it held its own ground and ended up being like one of the biggest movies of the year. I think this yeah. is you know, looking back at it now, it's like, well, of course it's it's a hit. It's a good movie. But back then, you've got to remember, I think they struggled with how to market this. Yeah. Right, right. You know, because your main character is dead in a, in a relationship that could have, they, that's a fine line that they were walking a, a tightrope on, on, on this thing. So, um, 
but it, it works. It works wonderfully. And the best part of ghost, do y'all know what the best part of ghost is? No, there is no ghost to, they resisted yeah. the urge <laughs> and that's true. to have some stupid yeah, reason. You're right. Yeah, that, you're absolutely back. right. Like, oh, uh, I had to come back and, you know, fight crime or, you know, something. Demi Moore's next like boyfriend gets killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. So, uh, that's probably the laziest writing uh, possible. All right. So let's move no, on now. Speed, speed to the laziest writing <laughs> That's possible. right. Sandra Bullock gets uh, on a boat and it happens again. No, uh, no. Let's go to what a surprise. Num- number three. Uh, uh, okay, you're told- never going to guess what it is. Uh, Charcoal. Well, and then also after, after this, gonna, we'll take it. I'm going to say there's. I'm going to say there's something to do with charcoal in it. That I'm. A, I got all my money on. on What's charcoal. your number three, Joseph? Uh, it's it's floss. It's just regular oh, old floss. It's my number three uh, also. I so. uh, created in 1815 in New Orleans, uh, <laughs> and uh, yep. basically they used silk uh, at first, and then. Uh, it was replaced uh, or, or marketed, I should say, by Johnson & Johnson in the late 1800s. Yeah. But uh, the innovation really came in the, around like the 1940s, wherever they finally uh, switched out silk for the waxy stuff. So yep. uh, dentist always gives you a little bit you know, with it. And it's always like maybe like three feet long of it. So you get very excited, you use it and then you run out and you don't go to the store to purchase anymore. But that's why Jim's earlier, uh, uh, selection, uh, is what saved me because if they didn't come up with those things, I would never floss. (laughs) So there you go. Yeah. Dr. Levi Spear Parmley, uh, in 1815 in new Orleans, so, so this yeah. is your number two, George. This is my number two. So okay. we got a three-way match yeah, on that. Nice. So what, what's your number three? Cause this is my, my number, three, number three is, uh, the water pick. Uh, this is my number two. Oh, it's a oral, uh, kind of pulsating irrigator, a technical term there. Uh, it just, it's basically flossing with water. Uh, so it just kind of zaps those particles between your teeth and, uh, uh, but it's not really a, a substitute for brushing, but, uh, it's kind of, and I, and I don't know, the thing is, I don't know if you're supposed to do it before you brush and, and then you brush like, cause it loosens up all that stuff or if you do it after, uh, so any dentist or dental hygienist listening to the show, uh, write us in at crispy coated robots at gmail.com and let us know, do you water pick first and then you brush or do you do it second? Do either I'll, of you own one? No, but I, the reason I put it in there because <laughs> because in uh, my my parents for some reason the thing came out in the sixties, but they yes, had ama- they had an amazing uh, amazing advertising campaign or marketing in the seventies. It seemed like the mid seventies. It's like oh, we got to have a water pick. Everybody's got to have a water pick. So it was like a big kind of craze. So they end up getting it their first water pick. It was like a big deal. And I'd say, I, I didn't know what the heck it was. We, we had one. We had one. And yeah. the reason why it's not on my list is because it makes a freaking mess. Uh, it it <laughs> shoots water onto your teeth, which then splatters onto the mirror that you're looking at there. It's like it's a, a car wash. It's, it's a holy mess. Some improvements on it. Hopefully. Uh, here, maybe so. I don't know. I don't this know. Is, this is the absolute <laughs> truth. Uh, a week ago today. I went to my dentist, uh, just for my routine cleaning and everything. And I talked him out of, uh, an oral B water pick thing. Uh, and my wife actually took it out of the box last night. I've just, I was just <laughs> proud that I talked him out of a hundred dollar, uh, thing, you know, uh, I got it for free. Cause I've been going to this guy like for three decades. Uh, I have not used it yet. Cause I'm just too lazy to read the instructions. And I know what you're talking about, <laughs> that it's going to be like a free for all car wash in that place. <laughs> it is, it is. And I'm like, you know what? I, in the morning, uh, you know, I'm not awake enough to operate any kind of machinery like that. <laughs> uh, so I'm just sticking with the old standard, the Mosby, uh, special, the old toothbrush that he gives me, uh, whenever I go there, the, the regular toothbrush, but, uh, I do have one, uh, maybe by next show I'll, I'll have worked up the courage to use it, but, uh, not yet. Okay. That'll wrap up our number three selections. I believe it is time now for intermission. 
And now we're so excited introducing uh, Caitlin Booth with our intermission. Yeah. Hey, co- yeah, come over, come over to the mic. Come say hi. Okay. She's, she's coming. Uh, so yeah, Caitlin, uh, as she comes over, Caitlin is Tom, our interns assistant, I guess really? now. I don't know really? why Tom he, gets, he an, gets assistant. an assistant. Yeah. What, what the heck? So I, I don't know, <laughs> but here, Caitlin, just, yeah, come, come up. All right. Yeah. Here, I'll move. Hey guys, I'm Caitlin, and this episode's intermission is a cow eating a pumpkin. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs> All right, nice, nice. Nice. Oh man. That sounds like Jim eating at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you sure you got the right one, Caitlin? <laughs> Sounds like George pre-show eating subway sandwich. <laughs> Hold on, even five minutes, guys. <laughs> it's true. There is no stopping. Wow. How close was the guy, like, film, uh, like, miking this? <laughs> the mic is in jeopardy of being eaten. <laughs> He's inside the cow. <laughs> inside the cow. <laughs> That's amazing. There's no pause. Jeez. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Were these decorated before they were I had no idea. Happy Halloween. And just like that, it's over. Uh, Oof. That's, that's the scariest out. thing on the show so far. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right. So let's Caitlin did a good job. Yeah. I'm not sure. Good job, Caitlin. I, I'm not seeing that Tom's very enthusiastic about. Yes. Her being here and yet are she's you, are you gonna assistant. are you gonna be here every week okay all right yeah all right. I, so i guess she's, she is an official uh member of the team hey go, go get something out of the go get something out of the merch room <laughs> <laughs> that's how we treat our all right <laughs> yeah, that's, out to the, that's uh, how you get paid at crispy coda robot yes <laughs> old nice. shirt. oh don't no yes not the, Not the $400, $400 one. one. Yeah, don't yeah. get the $400 one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, on to number three, Ghost. Joseph, what's your number three? Okay, this is my sports entry from 1989. Uh, made me tear up, and basically any any male in the audience teared up. Uh, at the same time, I'm talking about Phil the Dreams. Uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, is building building a baseball field in the middle of a cornfield, and uh, he meets someone to play catch. And you know the scene I'm talking about because every guy welled up with tears. So uh, filled the dreams. There you go. Yes, the ghost to come out of the cornfield to play baseball. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But we're not saying who, George. We're not spoiling it. <laughs> uh, George, what's your number three? It's Bruce Willis. That's my number three. Also, <laughs> it's it's sense. Bruce Willis that that comes out that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know he's a baseball player. <laughs> That's what's weird. He has no. He he looks down. He sees the baseball jersey. He doesn't wear a uniform. He's and, just wearing the same clothes. Yeah, and that that's where. Yeah, well, yeah, he's wearing the same baseball jersey the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> so my number three is pure popcorn haunting picture. Uh, very famous for its blood oozing walls. Uh, it is the Amityville horror from 1979 stories, really basic. A family moves into a new house. Yay. Uh, and then every haunted house trope is presented to you from secret rooms to unseen hands to disembodied voices and spiritual possession and everything. Rod Steiger covered with flies. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. the flies that, that freaked me out. There's a moment where 
puts his hand on the window and the flies like form around it. It's, it's still kind of creeps me out, but uh, the film kind of doubles down with reasons why the, you know, this haunting is happening from uh, it's over an uh, ancient Indian uh, burial ground to satanic rituals were here. It, it never really kind of commits to a central theme on that, but uh, doesn't matter because to this date, there are st- over 15 films that have been made with the title or with the word Amityville in the title. So Amityville horror. This is the uh, only, I, they, I didn't go cause I was too young, but apparently my sister and my brother went with my mom and there's a one fantasy sequence. I think where he like has an ax and chops somebody, my sister, screamed out loud in the theater and started crying and breaking down and ran out i was like wow i was like god I was like, yeah she just left <laughs> i was like wow. i was like, like I just joseph watching jaws yeah no, yeah I, that's yeah. the same flashbacks so i mean <laughs> i guess it hits hit some people in different ways but yeah so and she had read the book and she had showed me the book like because the book was pretty popular among that middle school set back yeah. in the day. Because it was all supposed. It to just be had true. the cover. The cover had that that house. It's yeah. a very unique shaped house. Yeah, and then it, it, was, it was supposed to be true. I remember the first interview was uh, like on right. Merv Griffin. He had George Lutz on there, the Lutz family. Apparently, yeah. I think later they found out it was a hoax. Yeah, but I think people wanted to believe. All, it was yeah, true. all those flies were glued on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the real George—not not even flies. There, there were like some of them were marbles. You know, <laughs> the real George Lutz looks nothing like like James Brolin or Ryan Reynolds. So <laughs> he looks more like George Pageant. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> That is uncalled for. <laughs> we'll put a picture in the notes. <laughs> it's just You're like, mean. wow, he's kind of right. <laughs> hey, no, no. <laughs> Jeez. Caitlin. All right, so let's move on now. Uh, I need an ally oh, over uh, here. We're number three. My number three was uh, Bruce Willis, Six Sense. So we're all moving on to uh, number two, dental product, Joseph. Uh, number two was toothpaste. Okay. George, what was your number two? Floss. Floss. And my Floss. number two is water pick. So we're, we're all right. Well, that's fast. Woo. That's fast. Back now to the movies. Number all right. Two, ghost. All right. Joseph. I am. Uh, I did ghost. Okay. George, George, you're number two. <laughs> <laughs> the music can't even start. <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> you're number two, George. All right. Uh, Probably uh, you, y'all guys, you have to stop that. Oh my god, I can't talk with that. Probably the most underrated Steven Spielberg film ever, Poltergeist from 1982. Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams, they're this California couple that uh, they they get a new home (laughs) for anybody. You know, really, all these movies affected the housing market because people stopped (laughs) buying new homes. Uh, but uh, these sinister spirits uh, come. Uh, they, because guess what? Bury, there's an ancient Indian burial ground. <laughs> right. uh, once again, you know, that little trope, um, uh, pesky uh, native Americans uh, you know, burying <laughs> their dead all, all over the place, you know, no, no respect for anybody else. Uh, but you have little Carol, uh, and Freeling. Okay. Little, little Carol Ann, uh, is whisked into a, a spectral void and uh oh wait here. Uh, that's that's the line thank you thank you caitlin and tom uh but they're then the rest of the movie the family's trying to get the little girl back and uh so i think the the horror and steve steven spielberg is good about this taking unassuming kind of regular joe type people and then exposing them into you know fantastical things uh but it, it the movie it really set a new benchmark in hollywood for ghost stories because you didn't have anything like this to that point and and just that sense of dread uh that came out of there but uh poltergeist 1982 so, so do you believe that toby hooper was only on this project in name toby hooper yeah 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 i do 
I do. I mean, I, he, I, he dire- I, he's credited as the he's director. He's directing, oh. but, uh, but Spielberg is the one yeah. that was behind it. He, I know it's produced by him. Yeah. yeah. I think there was a conflict where he couldn't do two movies at the same time. But the, so he I, had to, right. that's what I've always thought is and, it's, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like but, I can go from uh, Chainsaw Massacre to this and have such finesse. You know, it's. it's yeah. I, you know, no, I agree. I, I think it was Spielberg. Not, no one's right or wrong on it. I just wanted to get your So, So that. my favorite part of Poltergeist was the legendary scene of Joe Beth Williams, like, client, you know, somehow gravity going <laughs> to the wall. And, yep. you know, of course, you know, there's an underwear shot, you know, there was like, oh, my God, you know, her, her underwear. Uh, the best <laughs> memory, <laughs> Jim know knows where this. I'm going with this, is that... <laughs> We we went to Camp Cappy, which is in New Braunfels, to do some tubing. Well, no, it wasn't Camp is, Cappy. It was just it was tubing. Camp Cappy is in like Plantersville, but I know what you're saying. It, it was we were going tubing in New Braunfels, and we had a hotel. Yes, Ooh. yeah. I thought that was called Camp Cappy. No, it wasn't Plantersville. That was a different thing. That's where we got kicked okay. off the bus. Tubing. Okay. Well, and, there and you go. I pretend like I was so, sleeping. So, so Jim, Jim decides. In our bedroom, that he's gonna do this scene. He's gonna he's gonna do it. He he pretends like he's sleeping, and then he jumps up (laughs) on the headboard of this bed that's that's bolted into the wall and starts pulling up his shorts to show his underwear like he's Joe Beth Williams, and the headboard rips off the wall, completely rips off the wall. (laughs) And then our our sponsor, the guy, knocks on the door because he hears this commotion going on there. He he opens up the door. There's this huge (laughs) hole in the wall, and uh, he's like, what's going on here? We're like, we don't know. We don't know how this happened. But that is my poltergeist memory. It's Jim Kovacic walking on the wall, standing on a headboard and basically you know pre-rock and roll gym i guess you know destroying a hotel room so there you go yeah that's a pretty good pretty good impersonation i think yeah yeah i don't know why the cow's still eating the pumpkin uh my number two their little button happy over there with the whole (laughs) my number two this might be caitlin's last night it features four ghosts uh it's the movie ghostbusters from 1984 we see the first ghost is the library ghost at the start and then we see slimer which became kind of the whole mascot of ghostbusters i remember he had his own high c uh cooler flavor or yeah whatever. which that's just wrong all that ectoplasm and yeah then, oh here have i have i see uh there's yeah. a wing ghost that pops out of the subway and of course one of the most famous ones is the undead cab driver ghost in yeah. ghostbusters so there was four good ghosts that if you want to count the uh the marshmallow stay puff marshmallow man is a ghost you can uh but ghostbusters had some very good ghosts in it the ensemble uh so i gotta give them show them some love and go with the comedy from 1984 ghostbusters bill murray dan Aykroyd, and the others nice so this is go. my number one really oh. my number one so, so it it's my it. com my comedy entry Ah. ghostbusters uh it it shows that uh you know like you can have ghosts in it and you can have comedy and it works it's you know uh i don't know what else to say about it we've said everything we are but who are you gonna call jim ghostbusters that's it okay <laughs> done done all that right so undramatic uh, ghostbusters uh hey, ghostbusters i guess uh, i don't know <laughs> we did like the video ghostbusters yeah. um <laughs> All right, so we're back on to the number one dental product. Joseph, oh. what you got? Uh, I'm going to go with what was originally made between 3,500 and 3,000 B.C. Oh, uh, was it my was, number one. It was made with fray twigs, uh, yes. you know, uh, the Chinese, Chinese used uh, pig hair uh, for their bristles. And it wasn't until like the mid 18th century, a little bit later, I guess you could say that the modern version of this was made. I'm trying not to spoil it here. Uh, In 1938, nylon brushes were made with this. And I'm talking about what, George? The toothbrush. This is my my number number one one. also. Oh, we got a three. There you go. A three way on the tooth. What what can you say? Like, like, you know, this is something that is absolutely needed. Yeah. Uh, you should do it at least twice a day. I get really creeped out though by there's like two guys that work on the same floor that I do, 
that uh, if I go in there, yeah, this is spooky. They brush their teeth after lunch. And I'm sorry, Uh-oh. that's just weird because they're the same guys that are taking craps in the bathroom and people are urinating and they're bringing their toothbrush in there. I'm like, oh no, too many particles going on here. It's just gross. It's I, just I too a, gross. I don't know if it's gross or not. Um, <laughs> George, well, do you I do mean, this? Are you no, bringing I, your I toothbrush in? Let me, let me qualify what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a, a young lady that I work with that, uh, you know, we'll have lunch in, in the break room and then, uh, you know, with everybody. And then she'll say, okay, well, I got to go, everybody. I got to go brush my teeth. And, uh, and she does, but she used to work at a uh, dental uh, facility. So I'm thinking that maybe that's like a prerequisite. If you work at one of those places, she wasn't a hygienist. She worked in the, the office, I think. Uh, but um so uh, Alyssa, if you're listening to this, I don't think it's weird somehow when you do it, when I pictured Joseph's big burly men, uh, somehow that, that seems a little weird after enchilada uh, lunch, you don't want to, you don't want to do anything in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, so I, I kind of admire it. And, and when, when she goes, I'm like, okay. And I can't really pretend that I'm going to do it. Cause it's obvious that. I don't have a toothbrush with me. Uh, He's your friend, but it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't quite made up my mind. Maybe she'll convert me to uh, after lunch brushing. But uh, right now it's, I, I just, I have a toothpick. I, I always have a toothpick with me and because uh, I can't used? stand stuff in, in my mouth. Yes. It is from a, a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> uh, that's now the fun. It's, it's the, the same, same one he's been using. Yeah, I've been carrying it around on eBay, for 30 years, little, 26 the years. Little, the little twirly yeah. thing on eBay, you bought it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I bought. Actually, I got a deal. There was a whole bag of them uh, that that I got for for pretty good. Okay, y'all stop it. All right, so on to number one. Out the number the one ghost button. movie or ghost character, Joseph. What is your number one? Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Uh, George, what is your number one? I think we might have the same one. Go ahead. Uh, Ghost and Mr. Chicken. No, it is not Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Uh, but I know that's your number one. I is know it, that's your number. Is it the ghost with the most? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Mine is uh, Stanley Kubrick's 1980 oh. adaptation of Stephen King's novel, The Shining, uh, where you have author Jack Torrance. He becomes uh, the winter caretaker, uh, in this isolated hotel in, in Colorado, the overlook hotel. Uh, and okay. All right. Uh, here's Johnny, uh, anyway, with some used toothpicks, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he, he settles in, he's got his wife and son, uh, and his son, Danny, he's, he has the psych, the psychic ability called <laughs> the shining. And, uh, Anyway, the, ooh, uh, <laughs> that was kind of crazy. Waiting for him to talk about Lady Elaine Fairchild. On but uh, there, there's uh, he he starts being violent against them and everything. But the the film, uh, and I'm a fan of the book, and I'm a fan of of this film. And they're two really they're two different uh, type things. Uh, but the film visually and sonically inspired terror that so few films have have even come close to replicating all these years later there's some scary stuff out there in in films but nothing like what this did uh so that is my number one the shining from 1980 all right my number one is the ghost with the most say his name three times and the mischievous ghost known as Beetlejuice will come out and terrorize you. Also, the film is filled with other ghosts too, including Adam Baldwin, Adam Baldwin, Alec Baldwin is Adam <laughs> and Gina Davis is Barbara, yeah. the married couple at the beginning who try to learn to be ghosts and they try to, you know, are told not to use the services of Beetlejuice until things kind of get crazy and they ended up using the Beetlejuice services and then things get even get more crazy. The fun thing about the Tim Burton movie too is the waiting room <laughs> of yes. ghosts. Uh, yes. You have the head hunter in there. You have the football team. <laughs> that, yeah, that's uh, the best. Some that's sort of uh, accident. <laughs> a lot of a lot of good sight gags. Yeah. yeah, and then you have great. You have the great actress Sylvia Sidney as the kind of the waiting room receptionist there, helping everybody around. But it's just a great, fun ghost story. Uh, great effects uh, for the time. Uh, great uh, musical sequence. 
I, yes. I was going to say, have you ever seen the musical Beetlejuice? No, but I, I've heard a couple of the songs. I thought it was pretty good. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Actually, it's really good. Yeah, they they've got some good songs in there. So. Yeah, that are not uh, in the the movie is not a musical. There's the a movie, yeah, the movie except a for musical. Deo, if you get yeah, the whole Deo yeah. thing, that whole yeah. uh, situation, bringing that back. But uh, yeah, so filled with ghosts, including the number one ghost with the most, played by Michael Keaton. That's like I said, inspired the musical and much much more. Number my number one is uh, Beetlejuice from 1988. So, and you know the best part about Beetlejuice? What what's they, that? They make there's, a Beetlejuice they, too. There's not a Beetlejuice too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They've been talking about it, but Burton uh, Burton's pretty stickler on that. You yeah. know, I don't Thank think he ever made a sequel. Uh, he, did, he did Batman. He did the, yeah, he did the second yeah. Batman, but that was kind of. Uh, and then he was out. He was like, yeah. I got to make he it my way. Have. And they thought it yeah. was too dark, so they got the Mister Bright Bright side. Uh, there, the Joel day the penguin was. Ugh. Yeah. yeah disgusting pretty gross yeah. yeah all right so we are done uh with our movies and our dental products where do you guys want to start to pick well first of all i guess before we get there is any thank yous or or i'm uh, sorry so we yeah have to yeah okay. yeah this sort of mean too uh this is from greg t and it's referring <laughs> to uh our last our last episode where we were sharing our hearts and souls oh. in in you know theater therapy. We we're talking about some of the greatest moments of our life. And he says, Hey bots. I really don't like that. I think we're known as crispies, but he says, Hey bots. <laughs> uh I noticed that not one of your stories talked about making out with someone in a theater. Because it never guys, happened. <laughs> because we for were me. there for the movies. What do you think we're doing a whole podcast for? So you know what, Greg T, we're not sorry on this one. We're you, we don't you suck. suck. You suck. You dry. suck. <laughs> There's a couple driving experiences I could have mentioned, but you know you don't want to do that. It's supposed to be exactly. the, at the movies. The driving's a whole different thing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, whenever I get there, I'm like, shh, no talking. We can talk after the movie. Oh, but you're, like you're the guy that I'm got kicked one of, out the, of Jurassic Park three. I was <laughs> laughing though. That that was the difference. I wasn't talking. I was laughing because it was pretty damn funny. Okay, so All there right. you go, Greg T. So we have four on dental products. Your own probation, three on ghost Greg. movies. Let's go to dental products first and kind of get that last one. So go ahead, George. Oh, I'm out. Uh, my, my no, no, we're one. done. We're done with oh. dental products. Are we doing uh, yeah. honorable mention or what are we? I mean, if you doing? guys want, I mean, I've, I've got an honorable mention for the, the ghost thing. Okay. I have, I have honorable mentions for, well, all my ghosts. I want to say this, all my ghost ones, whenever I was creating my list, I literally had on there and took off because I was like, I had Amityville horror. I had Poltergeist. I had the shining and I had Beetlejuice. So did any you have of the fun- those did will you work. The funky with- Phantom. That's the big question. <laughs> I did not because I read the, the the notes correctly, which is it said film. Here, <laughs> so, <70, 76 laughs> even. So okay. any of those are good for me. I mean, so any of those. Well, let's talk about uh, dental products then. Did we have any uh, runner-up honorable mention dental products? Yes. Yes. Okay, go ahead. The, the tongue scraper, uh, which is a great bad breath kind of preventer, but everyone <laughs> sorry uses their toothbrush on it. it. Sounds gross. And uh, the the plaques uh, uh, pills that you can chew, and it shows it like turns pink and purple to show where the plaques on your teeth are. I always like those. Uh, so those are my two honorable mentions. I forgot about those. Do they yeah. still have those? They still yeah. Have those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't have any honorable mention dental products. Uh, but uh, so what we end up with, we've got four already. So good work, guys. We've got toothpaste, water pick, floss, the general floss, uh, and toothbrush. The ones to choose from Invisalign, toothpick, Fixident, mouthwash, gum, advanced floss. I think we ought to go with toothpick. That's the... I think I feel like toothpick got a bad rap with the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Two million years of history. A lot of cool people use it like they have it like in the side of their mouth, a cool guy. And then of course it was in the classic Jerry Lewis scene mentioned in another episode where okay. the crowded you're, elevator. You're gonna scene. you're gonna knock it out. Knock <laughs> it out. My, my my hey Pat Johnson, my father actually has a little gold case that has toothpicks in it. He is a toothpick. Well, he'll, be, he'll be pleased because it makes the list let's Yay. move over to uh ghost movies <laughs> wait a minute mention. is the toothpick used or unused we got to make the clarify no i i think i, 
here. Let me let me change the board here. Unused to thick, please. <laughs> Just to clarify, because we talked change. about used ones the entire show. <laughs> Don't want to get anybody to think we put that in there. Yeah, okay. Unused. I've changed the board. We're we're good. Good. Uh so honorable mention for ghost movies, Jim. You got anything? Uh, I don't really have anything besides the funky phantom cartoon that I couldn't use. Yeah. So, uh, well, cause it's not a movie. Uh, they never made it to a movie, but maybe they're maybe one maybe day, they, you know, you never one know. day, maybe one day. What's up with his mustache too. He's like supposed to be a ghost and he has like a pre pubescent mustache. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but anyway, me, that's yeah. probably why they didn't make a movie. They couldn't work <laughs> that out. Uh, the only one I have for honorable mention is Daniel Radcliffe in the woman in black in 2012. Woman this was right black. off. That's right. There we go. Go ahead. Dancing with me cheek to cheek. Woman in black. Woman in black. <laughs> Chris DeBerg, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they use wow. that, they use that wow. song in there. Nice. That's woman in red, but that's like the perfect theme song for that. Oh, uh, they did. It, it, they, oh, good. Oh, they actually, in a unique twist, they opened the movie with that and ended the movie with that song. <laughs> Never did I Spoiler. think I'd see a ghost so good tonight. Yeah. Never did you look so right. You gave me a fright. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. See, I uh, wish that was in your so, top five because we could have been singing that all show long. You blew it, Jordan. Man. You blew it! I think we're coming up with another Broadway hit here. That's Woman right. in Black. Woman in Black, the musical. <laughs> well, they have Men in Black. So, uh, women, like women all in black. black songs we could have used in there, like Back in Black, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so, okay. So, any other one besides the? Uh... Sorry, I brought it up. All right. So here's what we did end up with, for sure. We had a three way match on the sixth sense, uh, ghost, the ghost buster uh, ensemble. Okay, so that's all those ghosts that that you mentioned. Uh, what we have to choose from is Legend of Hell House, Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, The Shining, The Christmas, The Christmas. Uh, the Christmas Carol ghost Coco field of dreams and say his name three times, folks, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice the ghost with the most. Yep. Uh, so we, we have two slots to fill. So, um, I did like Coco. If I did have an honorable mention, I probably would have had, let's do Coco. Cause I, like I said, that, that was special. Uh, a lot of ghost so, stuff in there too. You know, when he goes to ghost land or whatever that is. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, like I said, all with exception, sorry, George, the Legend of Hell House, uh, all the other ones were on my uh, honorable mention list. So I'm good with any of those. Even I'm, Christmas Carol ghosts. Those, those uh, Amityville, Poltergeist, and Shining, those are so different. Right. I, I would be pleased with with any of those. I like uh, Poltergeist. I like because it was very human, like the, the clown coming to life. I, I just like my memory yeah. of it because that was hilarious. <laughs> Huge hole in the wall. I, I think we're gonna get some complaints, complaints that Beetlejuice is in there because we 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 took out Beetlejuice of another. We got a complaint about Beetlejuice last time. I know we had to apologize for Beetlejuice last so, time. I, we, we put, yeah, we'll just well, we can just we'll grin and bear it, I guess. I, I I agree. We, we, we have the comedy be, though, because I had be swayed. You know. Yeah, I had Beetlejuice, but I took it out for Ghostbusters, and yeah. and because I was like, both of them I'm are comedies. Saying, prepared, different. You know. I I agree. I agree. You know. <laughs> I think it was Brenda that that, that told us that. So yeah. yeah, sorry, Brenda. We we are mentioning it though, so she can't get mad. So yeah, she got, he got uh, mentioned this time. Yeah, Ultrageist, it is. All right, so we end up with the sixth sense. Poltergeist Coco Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Oh, my love, my darling, I want for your love. <laughs> Uh-oh, George has the pottery. Joseph's behind him. Oh. It's getting kind of hot in the studio. It's a little oh, yeah. sensual. It's a little sensual. <laughs> Joseph, what my are you love. making? That's not a pot. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we end up with the Ghostbusters Ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> there's mud everywhere that's well, just george, the what? visual george that i just <laughs> don't want to see there's more mud in here than if we'd have used a water paint to brush our teeth i'm shirtless and george is pantless <laughs> and jim is throwing something oh, the wall. i'm off to the side singing oh my lord <laughs> 
My I dog. Think, I think that's the creepiest part. That you're over there watching us. <laughs> that's the image right. of the show. Man. Wow. Everybody, Woo. hopefully you can get that out of your head, crispy coated robots. <laughs> I know we can't. <laughs> Caitlin oh. is just shaking her head. That's what happens here, Caitlin. This is oh. this is crispy coated robots. My love, my <laughs> <laughs> oh brother! <laughs> All right, here's the canister. Let's go. All let's right, yeah, let's go ahead and shoot this. Okay. Thing hey George, what was your honorable mention again for the uh, ghost movies? I forgot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. Was it Lady in Black? <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> all right, so we canister shot up and all that unnecessariness is on done. So, uh, George, go ahead with your last line. Remember, there's always. So, uh, I see oh. dead people. I see used toothpicks. <laughs> oh my love, my darling.